Brody and Eric, Super Sports Show. <laughs> that was <laughs> Good evening, Wildcats. It is currently 6.06 p.m., Eric. 6.06, probably our latest start uh, ever uh, here. And hey, a- it's not how you start, though. It's how you finish. That is true. That is true, Eric. And wow. I don't finish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, a beautiful. It's a beautiful day. It, it says 83 oh, degrees. Oh, dang it. Don't I know. tease me like I, that. I know. I know. I know. I Trust me. It would be much more of a big deal if it, we hit the mark. But I, yeah. I felt like it would 14 be... 14 degrees too hot, if you ask me. Yeah, I felt like it would be a lot uh, colder. But, yeah, apparently uh, to the thermometer out there, it is 83 yeah. uh, degrees currently. I know um, we're not a weather show, but I woke up this morning with... For my 8 a.m.? We could be a weather show. <laughs> we could. If we're, if we're rolling. I was freezing uh, my lower extremities off. Oh. I'll tell you, it was it was cold as heck. Like your your legs and feet. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah that's, that's, that's what I meant. Uh-huh. Anyways, uh, beautiful Tuesday, October 22nd here in Tucson, Arizona. Welcome to Brody and Eric's Super Sports Radio Show here on 1570 AM Camp Student Radio and to all those listening online at our Camp Radio stream, as well as any of our podcasting platforms. I'm your host, Brody. Brody Dryden here alongside my partner in crime, Eric Wong. Good evening, Wildcats. We got a lot to talk about. Uh, sports. This is the prime time to be a sports fan in the United States. We've a sports got, fan. We've got NBA basketball coming back tonight. We have the prime time of uh, college football. Uh, the playoffs for baseball are winding down. Hockey's coming in if you're into that kind of garbage. And uh, you know what? It's the best time to be a sports fan, so you know it's the best time to listen to Brody and Eric's Super Sports Show. Well, you know what? It's not the best, the most prime time uh, to be a fan of. That could have been way more smooth. <laughs> it's not uh, a prime time to be a fan of Arizona football. Oh, my goodness. We were in the greater Los Angeles area. We were in downtown LA. Let's be yeah. real here. We were in downtown LA. We were in Inglewood, California. We were Live, I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to trash on anybody. We were in the gutter. Yeah. We, we were in the gutter in the in, in the uh, beautiful Holiday Inn Express. No, uh, you know what? Let's keep it real. Screw, <laughs> screw that Holiday Inn Express. It was under renovation, yeah. so so they were trying to improve. At, at least you know they they have already recognized their flaws. Because they, hey, they did my boy Chris Casares dirty. They almost they gave that man a heart attack. Yeah, they did. So you know what? Screw that Holiday Inn Express. Hey, you got a better situation than than me. I was in a. Uh, Holiday Inn Express room with eight people. Oh, eight, eight people. Yeah. Were there six in your room? Yeah. Your, yeah. Well, fluctuate. I think yeah, yeah, we lost yeah. one to you guys. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Eric. Yeah. That, but that was uh, interesting. But we were all that we were there, Eric, for the Arizona USC game at the Coliseum. We always take um, an LA trip every year. Last year we went to the Rose Bowl. Wait, who did we take that trip with, Brody? Arizona Legion, the greatest, uh, the greatest honorary that there is at the University of Arizona. Try for the tie, Try folks. For the tie. Uh, it's always a great time every year. So yeah, last year we went to UCLA, had a great time. But we bring bad luck. I mean, you know, it's uh, it's a tough road trip. The, the yeah. LA schools are always pretty, uh, pretty darn good. But we've lost both times. The Arizona Legion has gone. It was not a pretty yeah. scene, Eric. Uh, not it wasn't a pretty scene in the stands. It wasn't a pretty <laughs> scene on the field or in the bathroom. Jeez, <laughs> definitely. Definitely not. Definitely not. Uh, but what, what do you? I mean, Arizona. What do you think can even go? You know, how are they even going to improve? Like Khalil Tate just looked bad, and Khalil Tate is our Lord and Savior. Yeah. He's like what we rest on. Well, I don't know now, man. I, I might be resting on Grant Gannell, but that's uh, a little bit later. I don't, I, Brody. I don't know. Like the D, it wasn't just like Khalil Tate, right? Football is the ultimate team sport. And it's again a classic example where members of the media, if you can consider us the <laughs> yeah. media, uh, will always. Dog on the quarterback first. The defense was again; uh, they were 
no longer the sturdy Gruyere that we once thought, but now we're back to the the low moisture Swiss cheese yes. that I wouldn't even put on a hobo sandwich <laughs> that I'm making out that I at church that I would give to the residents of the Holiday Inn Express. Oh, oh my god! Like there was some bad defense. The running game we just couldn't establish it. Um, you know, and I think there were some instances in the stands that we were preoccupied, mm-hmm. but you know we would turn back to the game and uh, we'd be down. Yeah. We'd be down by <laughs> 10, 13, 14, 15. We didn't score till the fourth quarter. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean. It was, it, it was rough. And Grant Cano went in there. He went 16 for 26, uh, two touchdown and an interception, 196 yards uh, through the air. So, it, you know, he it did a little bit better than Khalil out there. I mean, he yeah. had a little bit more opportunity, um, too. But it's just kind of – I. I, uh, okay, USC is a good team. They're, yeah. they're, they're good, but that should have been an achievable. Yeah, and win. this isn't an old. This isn't Pete Carroll USC though. No. Let's hold our horses here, folks. This is still an unranked USC team. They were favored, but it, it like it should have been a good game with U of A having realistic opportunities to win this game yeah. and they just absolutely look like we look like pete carroll mike's mike stoops era yes I, I was about to say it's like tate uh tate's supposed to be the better quarterback they've got slovis uh down there he's their backup and of course usc gets the five star yeah you know depth you know yeah. uh, uh you know across the yeah, board usc's second team would give our first team a, Ex- exactly exactly at least in the, at least in the recruiting numbers but it's like khalil tate two weeks ago you had a 404 yard pass yeah day against Colorado his best uh, passing game of his career and then it, it was night and day compared uh, to that game and it, you know like you said it's it's like it could have been with all due respect like Willie Tuitama against Matt Leiner no, or, and, and Reggie Bush back yeah. in the day with this score it could have been the same yeah. uh, you know exact outcome in that one so I'm personally not a fan of benching Khalil Tate quite yet no, because yeah. of that like recent, you know, a, a amazing game against Colorado. We've seen that Khalil Tate when he's on, he's the best quarterback in the nation, arguably. Oh, I when don't when, know he, about when that. he's on, when I think he's Jaylen on. Jalen Hurst to attack of Iloa. Uh, the okay. Oregon well, guy. Well, you don't have to take Auburn it so kid. damn literal I, I here. Know, I'm, just uh, but I, I'm just trying to make a point SEC here. School. I'm just trying to make a point yeah. here. All right. When he's on Khalil he's Tate. South Carolina guy uh-huh. kicking for him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry. sorry when, I'm done. when Khalil Tate has his day, he can be like one of the best uh, college football quarterbacks out there. And we saw that two weeks ago against Colorado. We haven't seen him as much this year as we had hoped to. But I wouldn't say that this pretty terrible game and a couple of other terrible games throughout the season, I wouldn't I still wouldn't say I, I'd give Tate a, another chance. He's, and and he has a chance to prove himself this week against Stanford. He's just on the thinnest well, for me he's on the thinnest of ice. Yes. He is on the hottest of seats. Uh, I just, I mean, he, my foot is almost up his butt. Like, I was ready oh to God. kick him out. <laughs> like, I, I don't know, man. I think it's tough. It's I think graphic. I think Canel <laughs> is the future. And like I said, we've burned his red shirt. He's played. John had the eyebrows up. Are, 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 <laughs> do, do you want to contribute to this, John? Do, do, do you have anything uh, to give us on the... Uh, is my mic up? Your mic is up. Okay. Now, I was just going to say, uh, watch the language on the air there, Eric. Uh, oh, 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 John. John. Hey, go, go, uh, yeah. go. Uh, yeah. You do have a point, John. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well you, you said, do. Well You've said. been uh, like extra inappropriate this year. And <laughs> we're only in junior mean? year. Yeah. Like, well, next year, I, I don't even want to. <laughs> I, I can't even tell what. But yeah, again, John Rice is 
with us. He might be chiming in for the oh, first so half quality an hour. Content, yeah, God, good job. Yeah, and uh, Julia Townsend, who uh, we had in the studio last week, filling in for Eric. She will be providing us uh, with some banana bread for Ooh, our fantastic excited. food review uh, coming up in a few segments. Uh, but anyways, back to also, I, no one will. But if you want to call into the show, <laughs> hey, so yeah, but, you flamed me for calling in last week. Yeah, I did. Well, it's because you did, you weren't listening. We were in the middle of a great thought. You were just like, what's up, guys? <laughs> like, you're supposed to call into a sports talk show with a point. I was trying to talk about sports. You were rambling off about well, yeah, chi- you, uh, China. <laughs> you were talking about sports on the sports yeah, show. Yeah, we, we were talking about uh, the NBA-China uh, conflict. <laughs> The, okay. the, the great war, the great, the, the great Chinese NBA war <laughs> yeah, of seriously. 2019. But anyway, uh, Grant Gannell, I, I think he's got a bright future. I hope he's a great quarterback. But you can't – one thing about Arizona football and fans in Tucson is – it's always so pessimistic. Yeah, no, there's not much positivity positivity around the the football program, and that's the thing that Khalil Tate finally gave everyone yeah. hope. Like ever, we were like the you know had our hands yeah. out just like begging for um, something, anything. And Khalil Tate came with an almost Heisman like yeah. season. Yeah. So now we've come to almost expect. Oh, there's something. We've been so deprived for so long of any good football, and now we have the chance. And now he's not delivering. So I, I don't necessarily. Uh, disagree with the the pessimism that's coming from Arizona football fans uh but I I'd, I'd still give Tate another chance and I would I would be like for Ganell's future now people are going to expect for him to have like a Khalil Tate type thing and I don't you think I mean I, I don't would, I would disagree I think people are going to be taking Grant Ganell for what he's worth but my one fear is Grant Gannell goes off next season, and we we say to ourselves, we have the same show uh, a year from now, and we mm-hmm. say to ourselves, Brody, could you imagine if we put Gannell in at the be- like halfway through last season? Mm-hmm. And so that's all I'm saying. And I think give the guys like you know what at this point I think it should be an open competition. Okay, and I I, I didn't didn't oh to John you've got a. Well, John, I'm going to turn your mic on. I'm not going to restrict you, okay. but I, I've got a point before you go on, John. Okay, uh, so. Didn't we do that? Tate didn't start his freshman year. No, didn't yeah. we do that with when was it Brandon Dawkins? But no one and, was, no one was woke on Khalil Tate. No, no one was. But we were kind. Of, we, everyone was like, "All right, uh, no." And now Brandon Dawkins, he didn't have a Heisman like season or anything, but he had. He showed some positivity. Same with Anu Solomon. Yeah. Same with BJ Danker. But it, Anu I feel Solomon like, was like a highly touted recruit coming in. So was Grant Cannell. I so mean, it's. Yeah. Just, it, I feel like it's just this endless cycle of Arizona fans pressuring. And I, I'm a believer now that like you know fans actually do dictate a lot. Obviously, it's like an uh, end of the line coaches' decisions on stuff like that but fans really push you know uh it's like a mob mentality out here of you know who decides uh what and uh, you know i'm not gonna go too deep into that actually but like i i just i fear that the cycle of arizona football will just keep on repeating itself you you see what i'm saying but john let's let's hear well what i was gonna say brody is you had mentioned willie tuitama as a comparison yes and he had one great season and people really praised him and with uh Tate, it's kind of up and down with how people love it. Mm-hmm. But you also have to look at the comparison of the two quarterbacks that we have this year because Matt Scott, Nick Foles, they were both seen as one was good, one 
was good the next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people, so you have to just hook it with an open mind. That is right? an excellent point, John. I, I will I, say, I, I'll I, give you that one. That was a great. point. I guess I'm close-minded, uh, <laughs> but I, I, I just, I, well, yeah, Nick. That was that is kind of weird to think about. Nick Foles and Matt Scott were like competing, yeah. for the the starting position. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, you know, bringing, you know, there's no uh, so greater social issues here too. Uh, uh-huh. But Matt Scott was the mobile running, you know, mm-hmm. dual threat. And people like Nick Foles, you know, the traditional pocket pet. I'm just saying I've seen yeah. a lot of history is repeating itself. Good point on that one, John. That was a good point. I didn't even think about that. Don't, I don't know. I think John John's cooking with some gas now. John, John is cooking with some uh, pure propane. The one thing that scares me about Grant Gannell, though, is... Well, this is uh, this is kind of a backhanded compliment, but I'll, I'll just say it loosely. I don't I don't believe in this like firmly or anything, but he reminds me a little bit of Brock Osweiler. Oh, geez. Like uh, what? But like a Brock Osweiler college vibe. Brock Osweiler in college was a good college quarterback. Exactly. I know, I know, and I I'm not saying that's what I'm saying. He reminds me, and it might not help his case that he wears number seventeen too, mm-hmm. which Brock Osweiler uh, wore his entire college and pro career. But I don't know. I just, you know, they kind of look alike. They, they have similar play styles where it's like, you know, they couldn't run if they kind of need to. But, like, they're not really mo- – you yeah. never describe them as mobile quarterbacks, uh, stuff like that. But I don't know. I just wanted to throw that out there. What do you think? I mean, I don't know. I, I, that name is blasphemous around here. That is true. Um, I, I always – And I mentioned it in a complimentary I way. guess, yeah. And I love I, I love following Nick Foles and Brock, Brock's Osweiler's career because, you know, Brock got drafted before Nick, but then Nick had their initial success, but then Brock took over in the mid-career, but then Nick has had overall more career success. But now you can see even though Brock Osweiler's out the league, Nick Foles really, you know, as soon as he gets a chance to shine. Like, you know, they're, they both very have like peaks and valleys, but they never both seem to be doing good, always like – like, like yin and yang, I feel like. So I don't know, but that was just my general comment on those two. But I don't know. I, I'm 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 not ready to sell the farm yet on Khalil because he's done a lot for the U of A, and I recognize that. But the the clock is ticking. I think mm-hmm. this has got to be the game. The fire has to be lit because two weeks ago we were number one in the Pac-12 South. Now yep. we're what. 500? So, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, we're just like middle of the road, like yeah. two back-to-back losses. You know, like. You know, no, there goes the Rose Bowl. There, I mean, not that we, but you know, like mm. any pot, like now we're what back to where we always were. Oh, yeah. maybe Las Vegas. Oh, maybe yeah. New Mexico. Oh, hey, maybe if we get really lucky, the point set up. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like the Sun Bowl. Oh, God. like you know. Yeah. So we'll see. No, it sucks. Yeah, it, it really sucks. This is our ceiling. Our yeah. ceiling <laughs> should not be. I am tired of Albuquerque, New Mexico. Damn it. Sorry, no disrespect to Abby Williams or Brad Moffitt, but Albuquerque sucks. Oh, is Brad from Albuquerque? I think. Or he's from Santa Fe, but oh, okay. New Mexico in general. The only good thing is Chatterbox that you get to go to, and that's not that's like Lordsburg, New Mexico. That's the only thing, and that Chili Burger place. So yeah, like the yeah, yeah. the food stops on the way are good, yeah. but the actual <laughs> destination is like what? Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like New Mexico is like the Brock Osweiler of states, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. overall. Yeah, I feel um, like it. But but Grant Canal has the chance uh, to be like the I don't know the Colorado something fun. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know something different. First to legalize, <laughs> legalize. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. All right. Are we good to go on to our uh, our first segment of the day? Oh, shoot. Yes. I've got hoes. I've got hoes. In different area codes. Area, area codes. Hoes. 
All right, this is, I keep forgetting to type out an actual script to intro this thing in, but this is Area Codes. This is the segment where Eric and I choose an area code from around the world that highlights a specific sports topic that we want to talk about. That sounded pretty good. Yeah, it was uh, good. Um, but anyways, Eric's going to start us off. What is your area code of the week? Uh, I'm going to give it up to the 213, Brody. That is the area code for downtown Los Angeles. Um, and basically, first of all, we were Ugh. out there, USC, you know, it was a good win but that's not the point it just was a more of a coincidence NBA basketball is back ladies and gentlemen and NBA go. basketball is my favorite sport to watch um, and I'm really excited even though I'm a Warriors fan as a basketball lover I'm excited for the openness like you know it really is anyone's year to win mm -hmm. um, and I'm super excited about that and also you know we got the LA battle going tonight we got the Lakers much anticipated the duo of Davis and James versus the duo of Leonard and George you know I think it's a really good one mm -hmm. people are actually hedging the Clippers to be better than the yeah, Lakers that surprises me just because you know they've got that core with like Harold and Lou Will and Beverly still there adding those two where it's like the Lakers are more centric around James and Davis and the real edge for me that the Clippers have is Doc Rivers oh, at, at their helm because over, like over who I oh, uh, Frank Vogel oh yeah and he he's the first year head coach He's Frank Vogel, yeah. and it's like I definitely Had moderate success with the. Why well, I, I would say he was good with the Pacers. He's got the Eastern Conference yeah, Finals. Yeah, awful with with the Magic. Not a good. Coach yeah, no, exactly. And I I think Doc Rivers, having been established uh, in L.A. with the Clippers organization since like the the Donald Sterling era, yeah. <laughs> unfortunately that it was an era, but you know it's been a while, but he's still there, yeah. and he's seen a lot of different teams, and he's coached a lot. He's obviously one of the best coaches in the NBA, oh, without question. Um, and because you know he's with the Clippers, they haven't had playoff success, uh, but they obviously still trust him, and I don't blame him because Doc Rivers is a genius, and I think that's actually what gives. Um, the Clippers an edge over the Lakers at least as it stands now obviously it's LeBron James and Anthony Davis along with a potential uh, DeMarcus Cousins you know somewhere down the road if uh, everything uh, turns out to be allegations and he recovers from injuries uh, but you know that could so that's a whole nother story but as it stands right now yeah I, I agree with uh, the Clippers edging out uh, the Lakers also I don't know if I shouted out our phone number officially I might have just kept on rambling on so 520-621-5806 is our phone number if you want to call in 520-621-5806 um, if you want to call in the studio we'll put you right on the line here on brody and eric super sports radio show um Oh yeah, we'll dive into more NBA later in the show. Anything oh, else? Sure. Anything else you want to get off your chest right now, uh, or should we move on to my area code? Yeah. All right. So my area code uh, is the nine three six. Do you know? Okay. Do you know where that is, Eric? I'm gonna say uh, Lordsburg, New Mexico. Lord, I, I wish it was Lordsburg, New Mexico. Now it's <clears throat> Dayton, Texas, oh, okay. uh, which is an area code pretty close to to Houston, but it's where Jose Altuve is gonna be smacking bombs out of the stadium oh, okay. uh, back in Houston uh, to give the Astros a win, I think, in, in this World Series. It's going to be a good... This was the, the segue into MLB World Series talk. Nice. Uh, so it's the first... Very smooth. Very thank smooth. You. Didn't Th even notice. Yeah, thank you. Uh, so right now, as it stands, at the end of the third inning, the Astros lead the Nationals 2-1. to one. Uh, This is a pretty... I, I think this is a really cool World Series. No, yeah. I mean, everyone expected the Astros to be here. Let's be yes, honest. Yeah. Ash, you know, they won it last year. Mm -hmm. uh, they've returned a lot of their same guys. And I'll be honest, I, I used to be... I think my prime baseball days 
were late high school, early college. I'll be honest. That's when I was most invested, knew the most about it. I would agree. And I feel like baseball is just constantly evolving. Every season there's a new breakout player, hot rookie. You know, someone falls off like Tommy John's a killer. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, a a career ender still, honestly. But um, the the Astros still are just so deadly. The one that I literally did not see ever at all coming anywhere close to this is the Nationals. Yeah. Losing Bryce Harper. And still, like, uh, being better? Like, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, I know people feel, well, say what you want about Bryce Harper, but a top 10 player in the league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, this, this year. This year not, but when he <laughs> left. he got paid. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. I mean, the yeah. curse. His, but his like, last year with the Nash. Oh, yeah. He was a top 10 player easy. And they lost him. And, mm-hmm. I mean, I think, I think it shows and credits baseball how important a good clubhouse vibe really can be. Mm-hmm. And you know me, Brody. I'm a Giants fan, so we—I don't think the Giants were never favored in any of our World Series runs. Um, but I think it goes back to that clubhouse vibe, and I, I'm seeing a lot of the same things with the Nationals. You know, wild card team. No one really gave them a hoot, but here they are. Yeah. And so I'm—I'm. I'm, you know what? As much as I love, you know, Altuve, and you know all the guys they got over there in Houston. You know what? You had the Hurricane. You won the World Series. I don't think I don't think a repeat. I think I'm, I'm I'm rooting for the Nationals in this. Oh one. yeah, I'm definitely rooting for the Nationals. Even even though my area code was gassing up uh, Jose Altuve hitting home runs into the next area code, I uh, I definitely am going to be rooting for Washington. And one thing that stands out to me uh, in both of these lineups is like they've got uh, they've got like you know they're they're guys that can hit it out of the park. Altuve surprisingly can. Uh, yeah, how tall is he? Isn't he like five nine? Oh, I know he's super short. Is the thing. Uh, let me. I, I've got his player profile, but w- one thing he is uh, five foot six. Yeah, that's the thing. He's like very, what? very short. I knew he was like. Dang. I mean, the strike zone is only a yeah. foot long. Like, yeah. I mean, you know. Oh my goodness. But yeah, including Altuve, you know they've got each team has a a couple guys that can hit bombs. Juan Soto in the cleanup spot for the Nationals has has been one of those like breakout yeah. guys who's now a superstar. Everyone mm-hmm. loves him, but it's like where did he? It, it reminds me of like. Uh, even though it doesn't really work that way, but like an industry plant, like yeah, in no, like yeah. the um, music, you know, game or whatever, where it's like you came out of nowhere, but everyone was just like already on your yeah. on your tail and stuff. He kind of reminds me of that. But Howie Kendrick is one of my favorite stories in this World Series. I mean, he's just been. I mean, I feel like he's been a name in baseball for mm-hmm. so long, but just you know had his breakout and then just kind of fizzled and mm-hmm. just been, but stayed relevant enough. I, I feel like. Yeah, how Howie Kendrick. If it wasn't for this year, I mean, he's almost become a postseason uh, star. Yeah, if if you will, uh, not necessarily like an icon or anything, but he's been a star this year in the postseason for uh, Washington. But yeah, I, I would have imagined before this year, it would have been like we would be talking about baseball in like 15 years yeah. with like Matt Grover or something. It's like, remember Howie Kendrick? And it's like, oh, I forgot about him or whatever. But yeah. it's like, now people are actually going to remember Howie Kendrick no, because of his performance. So I, I think he, you know, he's supposed to be on the tail end of his career right now, but his story has been awesome after uh, leaving LA and whatnot, obviously ending up defeating them. And now he's in the World Series. Oh, and the, the game's now tied two to two. Oh, hey, there you go, Nationals. Yeah. Was so, it a bomb or just an, an, uh, an RBI. Here we go. I don't know. Garrett Cole uh, was the, is still uh, pitching in the third. I I don't know what it, it doesn't tell me, but <laughs> I don't know either good way. Good job, ESPN. Yeah, yeah. Worldwide leader in sports. My butt crack. Oh, 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 good lord. Um, 
so yeah, tied 2-2, top of the fourth inning here between Washington and Houston. Uh, but yeah, predictions-wise, again, I'm going to say the Astros win in six games. Okay. I, I I mean, it's weird that you said you were. I'm still rooting for the Nationals. I'll give it to the Nationals in... What's what's the series at right now? This is game one tonight. <laughs> Shit, it shows that I know. <laughs> Nationals in seven. Nationals in seven. Okay. All right. Yeah, I mean, I'm obviously rooting for the Nationals. That would be awesome. But, like, real, if I were placing yeah, money on no, this yeah, day, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm taking the Astros. Uh, in six, but yeah, what a wild ride the MLB season has been. The Giants—they they tried they tried to send it. I, I'm sorry. Hey, I, I and again, I have no ill will with how they did it. You know what, Bochi, let him go out trying to win his best. And you know what, I, I'm not mad at it. I will say, just while we're still on baseball, I don't know if this was a joke or something like. But I saw the next already. I don't think they would have released it already. But the next cover for the show is Javier Baez. What? That's what I'm seeing here. I'm gonna pull this up right now, Brody. I want your opinion. I literally, I wouldn't be. I actually like. Um, like I, I saw it on Twitter, and I thought like it, it's maybe it's not. It was just the what? show, so yes. I don't know if it's like. Did you That's see? That's true. Yeah, El Mago Baez. Yeah. What? Isn't that weird that they the season isn't even over yet? Yeah. But the next one, and it's a dope one. It's like him. Like I just I couldn't believe it. Yeah, wow. That's um yeah, I don't think I'm like the biggest fan of that or anything. No, because yeah. It's like he's a cool player. But I actually I like him. Yeah. yeah. Doing the like Tucson Suarez games this summer, uh the guy that did color commentary with me, he was like a huge Javi Baez fan. Yeah, obviously great defensive player, but yeah, choose like Someone, yeah. I, I, I feel like they need a pitcher on it because they had yeah. Bryce Harper last year. And they year. had Aaron Judge the year before. Yeah, like throw, uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Like, like maybe Max Scherzer I, I, with his uh, double eye yeah. color or whatever. That would be kind of a cool I would think. I would think maybe uh, you get Justin Upton with Kate Upton in the background. <laughs> or you mean Justin, Justin Verlander? Verlander? Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, I don't think anyone would mind that. Yeah. That, would, that would like make waves. I feel like people would actually buy the cover <laughs> because they're like, wow, this is shockingly yeah. weird. Uh, but, but I don't know. Yeah, it's this yeah. thing. Or even, like, I'm surprised of all the Cubs players, like, I understand, you know, well, didn't Chris, wasn't Chris Bryant already on Chris it? Chris Bryant was already on it. Yeah. But, yeah, Anthony Rizzo's yeah. a bigger star than him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, heck, throw, like, John Lester. <laughs> He's retired. But, like, I, don't yeah. know. I mean, yeah. All right. Well, anyways, I think we're uh, good to go on yeah. our uh, next segment here. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, the sound of a tribe called Quest, you know what that means. It is time for Brody and Eric's fantastic food review. Today we've got a special guest and with some live uh, homemade food. Yes. All right. I, I can promise you I will still be uh, just as unbiased and a savage if I don't like it. <laughs> Julia is back in the studio. You will uh, recognize official. Oh, my God. Yeah, you will recognize her from uh, she filled in. Oh, man, we got milk. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, this is the, yeah, Julia. You can't have banana bread without milk. Oh, she got milk. Yeah, Julia made some homemade banana bread uh, for us with milk. Yeah, we've got a whole display out. There's the three individual plates, napkins, a, a picnic I'm blanket. Go, I'm going whole. Covering I didn't the, know if someone wanted two percent. Yeah, a whole milk. I'll drink. I'll, either. No, I'll take two percent. I'm. I, I actually. I am a two percent fan. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So I'm just like I'm gonna. I melt. I melt. Oh I melt butter and put it in my heavy cream That's and drink a that. Much. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. How are you doing, Julia? Uh, it's been a rough couple days oh. but you know uh i'm here now and so yes. that's that's better that's all that matters so that you're here on brody i Harris promise this tastes way better warm and i tried to keep it warm but you guys just had to this keep looks talking am, this I'm looks sorry. amazing but i'm not gonna lie is this cooked 
What? Oh, yeah, it's a banana. Oh, okay. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think Julia is? Yeah, Julia also uh, was yeah, lying. The soft parts are uh, banana. Okay, no, I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> I apologize. Uh, Julia was live tweeting off the at camp underscore sports Twitter account this past uh, Saturday for the, the USC Arizona game. You did a great job, Julia. So Fantastic. And sorry, yeah. uh, it seems like I stopped tweeting very at the end. It wasn't just because I was sad. Mm-hmm. You get no service down on the field, and oh. I went on the field. Oh, yeah, you got to go out on the field. I don't, I don't blame you one bit. Um, and we are a student radio station, so we, we, don't need, we don't take our live tweeting far too seriously. Man. All right. Eric's already dove in. I need to, I I need to dive it's in as really well. It's really good when it's warm, but it's, it's <laughs> Took everything in my power not to eat it last night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh wow. Does it have like... It has chocolate it does. in it. It does have chocolate in it. It does have chocolate, chocolate in it. Chocolate chips, yeah. Okay. I was like, I, I hope it does because that's what I taste. <laughs> <laughs> You're having a stroke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. Wow. Yeah, that's delicious. Oh, my goodness. Definitely glad I brought milk. Yeah. The yeah. Milk. Go savage. The milk is the chaser is essential. Banana bread and, like, cornbread, all those kind of breads, I feel like you definitely need, like, a... Oh, 100%. All right. We got to give an authentic review, Eric. Yeah. We, we can't. Yeah. Our... I'm excited. I, I know he's very savage, so I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, and just kind of a, just a disclaimer: we've never met before. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I don't want to start off our potential friendship on a bad note or anything. But I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> this is good. It's good. I'm not. I'm not even. I'm not even fronting on that. Is it the best banana bread I've ever had? No, it's not. It's not. But it's not the worst. I like the addition of the chocolate chips. Some parts are a little, it's just a little dense for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is like, it's just like, and I'm not sure if that's the chocolate, it's just really dense. But I love the banana flavor. You know what you're eating. Mm-hmm. Don't give me some banana bread that's trying to be healthy. You know, this is it. Yeah. I appreciate this, girl. This is good. No, yeah, no, this is delicious. I would have to say. You know, and just having you here, the ambiance, definitely, you know, I'm not biased, but, you know, presentation, eat with your eyes. <laughs> um, overall, if an average is a 7.5, right, that's that's average, hmm. I would give this an 8, 8.2. This is yeah. an 8.2. Yeah, I, I, I'm definitely enjoying this. I got a lot of chocolate in mine, which I definitely appreciate. Or maybe they all come in no, with, uh, like, a, a ton of chocolate. Um, but it's the dark chocolate I notice is much better than the milk chocolate. Oh, this is dark chocolate. I don't usually like dark chocolate. Not, neither do I, but this tastes but amazing. Yeah, I've made it with milk chocolate before, and it sort of just kind of like melts in it. It doesn't like hold its flavor. Mm. And usually I make it with walnuts, but uh, this guy was very picky and Whoa, yeah. on this last week. Yeah, I, we yeah, we talked about it. I'm, 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 you know I'm not a big nut guy, Eric. <laughs> well, I don't know about that one. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but uh, anyways... I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give this. I, I'm really enjoying this. I'm not a big like. I don't. I never get banana bread. Like yeah. to be honest, but I like this. I think it's because normally banana bread doesn't have chocolate chips, right? Or at least it's ones that I see. Yeah. Maybe sometimes. I this is like only the second time. I am a fan. Yeah. Of the chocolate. Yeah. I'm. I'm gonna give this a solid eight point seven. So I'm gonna break two things to you oh. yeah i definitely don't make it that often but it's, it's what, it, it, yours has arsenic and <laughs> you, you gave the lower score well see uh 
You didn't really use your brain probably from last time, but what did you I'm gluten free, and I don't tell people that before because they oh. judge it before. So this is also a gluten free. Whoa, video. that actually that actually changes, changes the game. Is that why it's a little more dense? Maybe, and that could be why. But it's funny like, because it's, I don't warn people because then they go into oh, it and yeah. they oh, judge yeah, it right like, away. Yeah, and then that. I would be like, oh, this is. But yeah, oh I don't need. That's why I couldn't Julia, eat the last week. The Trojan horse. Yo, that yeah. is. And so if it's it doesn't use flour, right? It uses a different kind of flour okay yeah so mm. I, it's like this week what did i use it's like a just a flour mix so it has like quinoa flour buckwheat flour okay so it's just anything but regular white flour. yeah so that might be why it's a little more dense yeah but now that you've told me that i'm very impressed yeah i would in terms of gluten-free no this is, like, this is yeah this is pretty tastes like cardboard no yeah. this is actually really good i would you know that actually that changes the overall this is the best like review like no. overall that we've like had, i mean you know? i like the surprise i wouldn't give it the highest grade we've ever uh, had no not highest grade like, but, like, high, highest yeah. overall experience no yeah, yeah yeah absolutely yeah because like no no dis and this isn't you but no banana bread is going up against like a slice of pizza like the, <laughs> yeah. the best banana yeah. bread in the world i don't blame you <laughs> but it i would never got on my radar because i started buying too many bananas in bulk and then they go bad and i was like what do i do with all yeah. these bananas I mean, straight up, like, it, I, there's nothing left on my plate. Yeah. I mean, and now knowing that it's gluten-free and I don't feel like, you know, absolutely like garbage, I'm actually going to, I'm, you know, don't roast me in the comments, not that anyone's listening. <laughs> not that, it, yeah. But I'm going to, I'm going to bump this up now knowing that. You were in an 8.7, Brody? Yeah. I think I'm right there. I don't know if your score is going to change, but I'm, I'm up there at the 8.7. Again, still not an A, but knowing, like, Thank in you. terms Thank of gluten-free food, that is... I, I don't eat a lot of gluten. I, I'll, I'll say it. That's the best gluten-free thing I've ever had. Yeah. Man, no. I, I'm not a gluten-free aficionado, mm -hmm. but you know what? It's pretty dang good. Yeah. yeah no. I've been for about like eight years, so uh, you stop wanting to eat cardboard. Yeah. No, I you, feel like, that. you yeah. learn to make things that are. No, that was really good. Yeah, I'm there you go. So I think I'm inclined to bump mine up to a 9.2. There you go, Julia. There you go. I passed. Yeah, well, you, you definitely yeah. yeah. So with with flying color. No, yeah, the the gluten free card. I like what you did there. Yeah, well, th well, thank you for uh, for joining us, Julia. Yeah, we yeah, we, yeah. we really appreciate it. You're welcome to uh, stay, give some yeah. hot sports takes, or if you need to get going, I, I, I well, know where to be. All right, then. We'll, we'll, I was definitely we'll, worried when she said, "I, I there's something I about this bread." I was like, I was, by the way, oh, I got in, in like thirty minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a laxative in there that could drop an elephant. Uh oh. Hey, I don't know if you've heard this yet, Eric. Right, you kind of heard this, but uh. what is this? you're listening to Brody and Eric's Super Sports Radio Show? I just made a new mix. <laughs> I, I debuted it last week, but I knew you weren't listening. So yeah. I, I no, you played play, or you played it to me. It was a different off, song off the air. I played it to you off the air, but it was a different. I didn't have that uh, nice little Jay Z beat um, on there. I also, shout out to I'm sorry, shout out to Shamrock Farms. I haven't had their milk in a I minute. This is this is good milk. I yeah. just went to CVS, found individual. Hey, I'm a fan. Thank you very much. Yeah, I don't know how your Go your, your wimpy two percent is, but yeah, I'm water milk. Yeah, seriously, your white water. <laughs> you, you, but the whole I just want to be nice and take it. I of course. <laughs> but the, God, yeah, <laughs> twelve grams of pro. Wow, shout out to Shamrock. Okay, Shamrock Farms. Sponsor us, but yeah, shout out to Shamrock Farms. You know what else we did in at USC? We went to the Chubby store uh, at the Santa Monica Mall or, or whatever. Oh, Eric. too much. I've already I've already worn both pairs. Yeah, this is my second That's day in a, my hometown. Yeah. Oh Santa yeah. Monica? Oh yeah. hey, yeah. shout out. Yeah. Uh, shout out to what, what area code yeah. is that? Three one zero. The three one zero. Um, but yeah, I've worn my uh, Chubby's athletic shorts two days in a row uh, now, and they're they're amazing. But I, that's what I was thinking for like a legitimate one day 
sponsor. Oh, that, that would like like if we actually like, like ranked like legitimate sponsors that we could have, Chubby's would probably be like top three. Oh, 100. And then Chili's would be up there too. Oh yeah. Oh my goodness. And we just re- we'd have to review their entire menu oh, week after week. Shame. Oh no. <laughs> but anyways, uh, so next thing I wanted to get to, we only we don't have too much time, and I still want to get back to NBA stuff. Yeah. Uh, but in terms of NFL stuff, one thing I want to bring up to you because you're a Colts fan. I heard someone talking about it, um, Eric. Why do you? I feel like no one's talked about Andrew Luck since he retired. I mean, Obviously, he's that retired. was retired. I know, but it's like no, no one's said. I mean, you know, the Colts are, are doing all right. Yeah, you, you I think know. that's the credit too. I think if the Colts were awful, people would be saying, "Oh, if Luck had only stayed. Oh, you know, if he didn't retire, the Colts would be in the playoff picture. Oh, this, that, and the other." Colts are leading the division right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, beating the Texans outright. You know, it wasn't a dominating win, but still, and we were at home. But beating the Texans, the Titans. We already beat the Titans once. The Jaguars are no threat right now, mm-hmm. um, and so. You know, I think that's why. The Brissette is proven, you know, we'll see. You know, we gave him the extension, and, you know, we'll see if he's the future, right? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Because um, right now, as I see it, Brissette's still more of a game manager, right? He looks good because, you know, we have a great team around him. It's mm-hmm. not like he's having to carry the team on his back. Not a game changer, a game yeah. manager. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I, I was always high on Brissette, and that's why I was sad. I was devastated when Luck. But I knew we still had a shot. Mm-hmm. Like, I wasn't writing the season off. Because I, I, I had seen what Brissette had done uh-huh. um, when Luck had to miss most of that season. I And, you know, being a backup, I think people really underrate how valuable. You've seen it with Garoppolo. Uh, you've seen it now with Teddy Bridgewater doing okay with the Saints. Like, you know, being a backup underneath a good quarterback, learning the offense – if you're like not you know if not if you're like a um, um, a backup with like potential, you know what I'm saying? Like a young up and coming backup. That that's one thing that uh, Aaron Rodgers. Obviously, he was a backup behind Brett yeah. Favre for for those years. And now I, I don't know if you've watched like the uh, like Pac-12 Network or even Patrick Mahomes. Sorry, but yeah, 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 yeah. And um, I don't know if uh, you've watched like Pac-12 Network. You know, like late at night, and they have like these like player profiles or like whatever highlighting different schools. But they'll show like Aaron Rodgers highlights at Cal. And yeah. Like, we knew he was special from the first day he walked on oh, campus, shut up. and it's yeah, like, no, no, like he was, he was good. Like yeah. obviously, he got drafted. He was he, the first round pick. Yeah, yeah. you got to be pretty good to uh, get yourself in that position and everything. But it's like you did not know Aaron Rodgers was Aaron Rodgers on Cal. Like he, yeah. he would have gotten Aaron Rodgers. That's not a very you know. That's not a great sounding name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, exactly. And I I feel I always didn't like that. But yeah, what, by the way also, uh, I don't like to talk about fantasy football too much, but we faced each other in fantasy oh, and football. I gave you the whooping. You did give me the whooping and the uh And Aaron, I didn't even have Aaron Rodgers in. I, I had him on my bench. And I had Kyler This was the draft uh, which I'll remind our listeners that I drafted Andrew Luck 5 minutes before <laughs> he retired. Yeah. So I got Kyler Murray and he's who I uh was starting this week. He only got me seven points. Guess who I had on the bench? Who do you Jacoby have? Jacoby Brissett. Uh, had like, he had like twenty five. He right? would. I would have beat you if I if I put Brissett in over. But if over I had Murray. luck in instead of Jared Goff, it wouldn't have mattered. Period. That's true. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's why I don't like talking about fantasy. Yeah. It's just about well, if I did this, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But anyway, any other? Or we saw Emmanuel Sanders uh, from my Broncos get traded to the 49ers. Yeah, uh, a little sad to see that, but I don't. But I mean, I don't I mean blame potential. Anyone. You know, the 49ers looking good still. I mean, really quick before we wrap up and dive into N- uh, NBA with the last little bit of time we have. Who would have thought? I mean, Patriots being the one of the undefeated teams left in the NFL. Fine, that makes sense. Mm. But 
The 49ers? I haven't actually even seen a 49ers game yet. I mean, we know they've they've got a pretty decent defense because that's all they've been drafting the past, like, five years is defensive linemen. Um, And then, you know, Garoppolo before he got hurt, but people were like, oh, I don't know about Jimmy G. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Six and zero, oh, hard to hard to argue. Something about something about those uh, Patriots alumni, or I guess Tom Brady isn't a Patriots alumni, but Garoppolo, former, oh, yeah. for, another former backup no, of, yeah, of, of Tom a Brady, great great quarterback, doing. But yet again, Garoppolo, I guess out of anything that the 49ers have done badly, it has been Garoppolo has. I mean, obviously he's done enough to get them the win, but he he has looked a little shaky. I mean, he hasn't been there. dominant, but still like. Six and zero is six and zero. Exactly. It's hard to yeah. hard to argue that. And you know what? Uh, if we're just sort of, I mean, there's I guess so much NFL to talk about. But just mm-hmm. to sort of wrap up, I want your take on this. Mm-hmm. I heard this last night. Adam Schefter was talking about it. Tom Brady has put his house for sale. Tom Brady's trainer has put his house up for sale. What? He structured his deal where he's a free agent this year. Do you think Tom Brady is leaving the Patriots? I say yes. I think he's leaving. Wow. Because I. What do you think? Wait, hold on. Oh, what do you think? He's definitely retiring. He goes. To, oh, retiring or asking I, for a trade? I think he might be like retiring. Oh. He also goes to my church in Santa Monica. Really? I did <laughs> yeah, not so know his, that. They That's have a so house cool. in Santa Monica. And have you met Tom Brady before? No, but I've seen Giselle a bunch. So, because it's cool. church is usually on Sundays. Is she as beautiful uh, in person? Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. And is their she, kids are like. Gorgeous. I mean, these are little kids. But they're like, like I'm saying, like they're Come like. Come on, Eric. Hey, sorry, you're right. Sorry, you're right. Eric tends to be I, very inappropriate. I don't. I don't know. I don't think it's going to be like a LeBron move where he's like moving to like the LA area. I think it's just. I mean, every year they rumor it. I think maybe now wow. he might be settling down. He's definitely got enough money to do it. Well, I mean, we got the inside scoop here. Yeah, this is more personal cool. than Adam Schefter. <laughs> yeah, seriously, is Giselle like? Is she cool? Or I mean, she, I wouldn't say I've had a conversation. How much is she, she dropping the offering cool? Yeah, seriously, yeah. yeah. She better be dropping like <laughs> 400 yeah. per Sunday. <laughs> seriously, 10% of that family's income? Jeez. Uh, but, oh, my yeah, goodness. Yeah. But I think, oh, I, I didn't even know that. But I did hear that uh, um, a few years ago, it, it has come up again that – uh, Bill Belichick wanted to sack Tom Brady. He wanted he wanted yeah, him out wow. because he was getting old, and he said, "Hey, I want fresh legs in there. I don't care how much he's done." Yeah. But I think I don't know. I'm a guy that I like tradition. I like you know um, you know paying your respects and and whatnot. I feel like Tom Brady definitely deserves like that same Kobe treatment. But how long is he going to keep playing? Is the thing. I don't. I he mean, says he wants to play to fifty. Undefeated is undefeated. I guess. I don't know, man. I just. I'm just saying. I also get it where people kind of. I, I think he's the goat. Um, I think he's the greatest of all time. But people have given him the knock that like you know he's a system. He's just the greatest system quarterback of all time. Which so he I can see. I can see maybe he wants to go to somewhere else without Bill and just say, hey, I'm able to win here too. Yeah, I. I don't see a better situation for him because I mean every. Like, you know, established, like, media people and whatnot. Like, when you turn on TV, like, everyone says that he's the GOAT. I feel like it's kind of like our crowd or, like, stuff like that that say he's the system quarterback and stuff. But, he, you know, he got lucky with Bill Belichick and whatnot. But I'd say... He he doesn't need to do that for for his legacy. I would say though, being a system. Wait, I just I can't hear nothing. Are we still on air? Yeah, we should. Yeah, we're on air. I mean, I think that is what the quarterback's supposed to do, though. Yeah. They are supposed to be the systematic, like that's part of the skill. Yeah, I, I touched something on the board and I I probably messed things up. I don't know what happened. Yeah, because I don't hear anything in the mics. 
Uh, no, but we're on the we're on the air. Oh, we're on the air. Yeah, with so Brody and Harrison. We, we, yeah, we, it's just this thing that that's not working. Sorry, Julia. No, you're we're, all good. We're very professional here at Camp yeah, Studio. Going a cappella, as they would yeah, say. Yeah, with the the last uh, little. Um, last five check, minutes. Oh, there we are. I just turned the power off on the headphone amp. Um, but yeah, we got a NBA talk, so we kind of already hit, you know. Uh, our opinions i i well, let's just give a little fine a way too early finals prediction and we can die we'll obviously have all season to dive more into uh nba talk when it's the uh head honcho of the the sports talk world but for the nba oh, finals hey heck yeah <laughs> for the uh nba finals i i like that this year is much more of a toss-up uh, than previous years i'm gonna go with a matchup here between the 76ers and the L.A. Clippers with the Clippers winning it all. I think Kawhi Leonard is then going to be in the GOAT conversation. Obviously not going to win it over LeBron or any of that type, but that's going to throw him into, like, legendary. Going from, like, already probably a Hall of Fame player to, like, legendary status after this year uh, winning a finals with the Clippers. I would say I like Giannis. I like Giannis a lot. Really? Ah, man. I like, I like, I like Giannis. The, I like the Bucks coming out the East, if I'm being honest. Okay. I still think, for whatever reason, the Sixers aren't going to get it to mesh, even without Horford, who I love. I think Giannis coming out the East, out the West? Oh, my goodness. This is, I'm, don't, I'm not 100% confident in this, so don't, but just to, just for the sake of radio, I'm going to say the Blazers. Oh, let me get a on. let me get a blade with Hassan Whiteside in there now. Blasphemy. Let me get a Blazers Bucks final and Giannis winning it. I don't know where I saw this, but um, it was definitely on Twitter. Yeah. But, uh, Nuggets were predicted on the West, and then Clippers, Lakers, and that order. Uh, and I think that's actually really interesting. But I'm definitely gonna have to go with Bucks too on the East. Yeah, I get the Nuggets though because. You know, Jokic is people the are saying Joker. the best center of, yeah. in the NBA right Had the now. The best movie the, of twenty nineteen. The West is going to be close. It's going to no, be absolutely. really great. It's going to be. I mean, I don't. You. I mean, like I said, as a Warriors fan, it was always great every year. But it started getting a little monotonous and boring that we would just sweep. And now I like the challenge, and it's going to be really awesome this year. Mm. All right, so uh, we yeah we'll have all season to talk uh, NBA and whatnot, but we got to wrap up here. Uh, so we are gonna finish up as we always do with on this day in sports history. Uh, nothing too crazy, at least on first glance. But uh, this is kind of my first time pulling it up. Uh, back in nineteen no where was it nineteen seventy six, uh, Eric Rick Barry of the San Francisco Warriors began his longest NBA free throw streak of 60. I don't understand how that went in so much. The granny shot. Like, it's an iconic shot. I just don't understand. I feel like it had something to do with it being so gentle. You know, it, yeah. it, it, could, it could just roll around wherever and always... I just don't understand. Like he, he's considered a great free throw shooter. Yeah, it is weird, and I just don't understand. It is very, uh, very, very strange. It is, but I don't know. That's a good fact. I like that one. All right, nineteen ninety-two. Atlanta became the first U.S. team to win a World Series game outside of the United States. Where did they play? Like in Cuba or Mexico? I'm assuming the no. I was assuming the Toronto Blue Jays. Oh, maybe yeah, Canada. I was thinking another World Series. Yeah, I don't know. Interesting. I guess, yeah, no, maybe. No, I don't know. Brady um, with the, the logic. Nah. <laughs> Back in 1997, uh, the coldest World Series game was played between the Marlins and the Cleveland Indians. Want to guess the uh, temperature on that? Oh, negative 69 degrees. 
38 Damn. uh 38 degrees. Yeah. That, it surprised me there wasn't, I guess, anything I'm colder. surprised that, yeah, it wouldn't be colder. Like, I know it's October, but, like, late October, early In November. The over 150 years or whatever of yeah. uh, professional baseball. Yeah, like, I been. could imagine, like, maybe a, a random cold front hit Colorado or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. If maybe thermometers haven't been in. But I mean, uh, the World Series ends around Halloween. No. So that's not that late in the year. That's true. Yeah, I guess it's not, like, you know, February. Yeah. Point. All right. Well, I, it looks like that's all the uh, interesting uh, things that happened on the state in sports history. But, yeah. Eric, do you want to close this out? Yeah, absolutely. I want to thank our guests for coming on again with the gluten-free. Yes, thank you, Julia. That was amazing. Uh, you know, shout out to John, too, for chiming in, keeping me in check sometimes. <laughs> wow. um, but, yeah, thank you, Wildcats. Hopefully brighter pastures ahead up for U of A football. Uh, get ready for homecoming. That'll be one heck of a time coming up. Not this week, uh, but the following week. Uh, and keep it locked here. You know, homecoming always a magical time here at Camp Radio so keep locked in to Brody and Eric Super Sports Show